right, people. We apologize. We haven't talked about the finals at all, but we're about to review everything we've seen so far. Julian, what's up? How you feeling? Your Lakers 3-1. Hey, yeah, I was going to tell you, though. Do you – does it feel like the finals hasn't been as hyped as it always has been lately? Well, I mean, look at the situation we're in, man. I, I'm not surprised, uh, but – and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a huge Lakers fan. And I'm loving. I'm I'm enjoying these games. But it just feels like, like from my peers around me, from social media, that just like not a lot of people, man, are really invested in the finals this year. It's tough too because the finals are always in June, and it's only it's always only them. Like you know, now True. they're competing with football, and that's why I don't feel like they have the attention You're that right. they usually have. So going into the series, like. You know, seeing that the Heat advanced and they were going to play the yeah. Lakers, what was your concern going into the series? Like, what what did you fear most about this Miami team? Their defense, the the Heat defense. I've I you heard it from me in these previous episodes in the NBA. Uh, the Heat de- have the the Heat have the best defense in this league. Uh, the Lakers were a close second, but it's the Heat, um, and they kind of showed it in Game One. Uh, I know we blew them out after the first quarter, but first quarter we were making turnovers, creating turnovers. Like it was just not good for us. Um, but then we adjusted, obviously. Uh, but that was the one thing that the Heat are known for and they're proud about is is their defense. And it's because when you have great defense, it 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 makes the offense so much smoother um, for teams. And I think that's what the recipe was for the Heat all playoffs, all bubble. Um, so that was what I was afraid of coming in. Uh, but now it just seems like the Lakers have found the way. They they have multiple ways of beating you. They can go AD. They can do LeBron. Um, but if the Heat find a way to slow that down or stop it, you have your shooters, um, and then you have the big men. Uh, especially with Bam out, it kind of hurt them a little bit after. But yeah, I would say the defense definitely. Uh, they're just all very like they're all very good, known for their defense, except for Duncan Robinson. And that's the key piece to this finals uh, run that the Lakers are having is what it seems like they're doing is they're just attacking Duncan Robinson. They know that's like the one yeah. weak spot of the defense, and they're just attacking and attacking it. If you notice, LeBron James gets pick and rolls with whoever Duncan Robinson's guarding. If he's guarding Rondo, they'll just do a pick and roll with Rondo, and LeBron will get that mismatch because the Heat are switching a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, that, it's just the defense, but I don't know if you have anything – that you were scared of with the um, Celtics series that you saw that I didn't. So my thing is I saw what they did to Giannis and I'm like, this heat team feels like they just, they feel like the Pistons, the Oh four Pistons. Like yep. they just play gritty. They're never out of it. They don't give a fuck who you are or what you've done. Like that's what I was. I was like, Hmm. The, the Heat, the way they're built, I thought they had a shot against the Lakers. You know, like, but clearly AD and LeBron are just too much. And, you know, Rondo has just really <laughs> stepped up. I mean, you want to talk about playoff Rondo, he's just complete. He's on another level right now. And KCP's hitting shots. Kuzma's hitting shots. Like, when you know those guys are playing good and hitting shots, it's going to be hard to beat the Lakers. And... Especially when AD gets going from the three-point line. Like you said, he has that shot. You weren't surprised when he made that game winner against the Nuggets. Like, it's... No, definitely not. The only 
the only thing I I was like maybe the the Lakers will struggle for you guys and then I'll get to the Celtics um was the guards. I thought the guard play was going to be an issue for you. Dragic and uh Hero, I thought they were going to give you guys a little bit of trouble, but clearly obviously Dragic fucking his foot up and then Hero kind of disappearing, shrinking in the finals. He hits a couple of shots here and there, but he's, I don't think that I think this moment's too big for him right now, especially being a rookie. But uh, yeah, I mean he's he's it's his first finals. Um, yeah, I, you could even though it's the bubble, I knew uh, Hero was not going to do that good. Um, he, it's going to take some time for you to get that experience in your belt. And when you're going against monsters like LeBron and AD, I don't care what you are. You could be a point guard mm-hmm. or. A 200 foot center you're gonna have some trouble against this defense so. i i really was intrigued by the bam versus ad matchup and then bam got hurt so it's like i don't know we're not really seeing the full potential of this matchup which is unfortunate but you know you got to roll with the punches look at what happened with the warriors last year like everybody got hurt so you know I, i'm not surprised i knew the lakers were gonna win it this as soon as Kobe passed away, bro, I I told myself I was like they're gonna win the finals. Like that's it. That if they needed any sort of motivation or anything to inspire them and push them, it was that. Unfortunately, it was that, and I, I wish it wasn't. You know, I wish Kobe was alive to fucking see this because it's it's crazy what the what this Lakers team has done this playoff run. They're just, yeah, absolutely. They're just destroying their opponents. Um, I mean, like you said, though, it, it just the whole the whole regular season. I was keeping an eye on watching their games, and they they had the potential and talent there. It just seems like they weren't motivated as much. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it was Kobe. I mean, that was a rough one of the roughest times in my life during that year uh, earlier this year. But it just seems like that was the point. That was the thing, the turning point to their season to to wake them up and come out and play hard every day, which they should have been doing since the beginning, but that's that's what it was. And a lot of people didn't take them serious, man. A lot of people thought the Clippers were still going to come in and do what they man, uh, we, we have done it. to us head-to-head. But We figured the Clippers yeah. out mid-season. Come on. Yeah, so uh, it's unfortunate, man. But, yeah, I, once, I was honestly more scared of the Celtics than the Heat, to be quite honest, if that was going to be uh, – that was the matchups uh, that we were expecting. Yeah, those they have two, a lot so. of wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Celtics thing is like, yes, they have the best defense in my book, but the Celtics were also like still pretty gritty on defense, especially mm-hmm. with Marcus Smart. So, yeah, um, Jason Tatum's a superstar in the making. I think he actually is now a superstar in my book. Um, he would have took over at some point. I know Jimmy Butler took over Game Three, uh, but it just seems like Tatum more and Amora, he's better offensively than Jimmy Butler, which. It seems like the Heat need that sometimes. They need an offense. They need a spark on offense. And... Yeah, Butler, so... Butler likes to set his teammates up when he should be taking Absolutely. over. Um, but Tatum, if it was Tatum, he would have just been scoring every play because he did that on the second game in LA uh, earlier this year, or was it last year or this earlier this year, where Tatum just went off mm-hmm. on the on the Lakers. Uh, unfortunately, or uh, fortunately, we won that game, but Tatum had a great game that. We couldn't find a way to stop him. So if the Celtics would have made it, it would have been a much tougher series for the Lakers to overcome. But I still think they would have won regardless. They were on a mission. To me, the Western Conference Finals is the finals for me. Really? Um, they, yeah. they took care of the Nuggets easy. Yeah, but there were some points the whole series where I was still getting skipped. Like, 
I was more nervous and anxious in the Nugget series than I ever been in the Heat series. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, the first quarter of Game One, I was nervous. I was like, oh, whoa, like the Heat are showing up now. And then when we blew them out, that I was, I'm been chilling. Game Three, even Game Three, when we lost, I was like, it is what it is. You know, we're bound to lose one. So I've just been chilling. I've been fine with this uh, with this series and not. I have not been nervous. I have not been biting my nails looking at these games. Um, this, I guess, this is how I felt when the Warriors played the the, the Cavs and with KD. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, who do you think should be Finals MVP though? I like what AD is doing. I don't like that he didn't show up. What was the game three? Yeah. But, um, I like what AD's doing. I, I I picked him to win it, but they're gonna give it to LeBron. Come on. You I think guess. they're gonna give it to LeBron? Unless AD goes for thirty, ten, and ten tomorrow or tonight, I I don't see a world where AD wins it. I want him to. Like he's he's honestly the reason they they won this chip. Like, yeah, LeBron's, no, right. LeBron's LeBron, but look what LeBron did with the youngins last year. Like they couldn't do anything. They got him for a reason. They traded everything for him for a reason. And now that he's here, like he's stepping up and he's, you know, he this moment he doesn't shy away from the big moments, clearly. And No way. And the, you know, the he's, thing is, he's obviously the thing that's putting you guys over the hump. So. Absolutely. Um both of these playstyles, the 80s and LeBron's, it's it's very different. Um to me, Finals MVP, obviously, is the most valuable player. To me, it's AD, right? You're correct. Because LeBron, the difference between LeBron and AD is LeBron gets the whole team involved. Um, we wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for LeBron's playmaking stuff, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. You know, like the defensive schemes on LeBron, you know, opens up shooters. But AD is the is the grinder. He's the dog of this team right now. Yeah. He's scoring the points when we need them. Uh, he makes the key blocks. The key steals in this in defense on defense, so AD is just more valuable to me in this in this squad and especially in this series because you had no Bam and you could tell he was getting every rebounds after rebounds when Bam wasn't in that in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're yeah you're right uh, and I know you called it with AD should win Finals MVP. Um, I'm just gonna be so mad. That's the one thing that's gonna ruin my mood is if they give it to LeBron because as good as LeBron has been. AD is just yeah, the, he's the, the like beast. I said, he's the reason that he he's putting you guys over the top. Like, yep, he's and just bringing yeah, another right. he's just bringing another level. Like this this might be the second best tandem of all time next to mm-hmm. you know, Kobe and Shaq. So you're right because uh, the way they're they playing, the way they're running them. through these opponents is it's crazy. Like I knew they were gonna be good, but you know they had their struggles in the beginning of the restart, and now. The fact that they've only lost three game or four games in this entire playoffs—that's that's that's really good. <laughs> they've done, they've done wow. a gentleman sweep on every yeah. in every series. Yeah. Because let's be honest, I, the way I see it, they're winning this series tonight. There's oh, yeah. no way of them losing. Oh yeah, this is it. Uh, if they lose this game, you guys are in trouble. Then really, in then trouble. we have something to really look at yeah. because they're literally throwing all their chips in this game. We're undefeated in the Mamba jerseys. They're wearing them tonight. They decided to wear them. Uh, it just feels like the series is over. It just feels like LeBron and AD are ready to go home. Um, but like you said earlier, and I'm not, this is one thing I did take out of your input right now, the Heat 
will just never go away. Um, I know they're down three one, but seriously, looking at it, the Heat well, they don't care what they're down. They're gonna come and play hard regardless. I mean, look, I know you didn't watch the Celtics series, but the Celtics were up double digits in fourth quarters in majority of those games, and guess what? That he came he back came every back. single time. So and that's that's gonna be my concern though tonight is that we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, clicking on all cylinders. We're gonna have a good lead in the fourth. We will have the Mamba jerseys on. We're gonna be chilling. We're already looking at the trophy and the champagne after this game. And the Heat are gonna come back, and we're gonna start getting nervous. This is up to LeBron. Out. LeBron has to get these guys focused. Exactly. Like right. he he talked about it after game. Two, I think. No, after game one, because AD said it's over, it's over when he made that shot, and uh, he made some, he made some shot, and then he said it's over. And LeBron was like, "Look, it's not over. 2011 still haunts him to this day. The fact that they lost to the Mavs, the Heat, like, man, I I know that the, that's still gonna fucking kill him. The minute even he could have seven rings, and that one ring that got away from him is still gonna get you know." Like, it's still gonna get at him, but yeah, like you said, it's not over. Like, like every fucking LA player saying right now, job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Like everybody's fucking saying that now. <laughs> like, fuck, I get it. Kobe said that shit two zero in I the know. finals, yeah, but like, <laughs> I being a, a lifelong Kobe like bro, fan, fucking it's, Dwight Howard was saying little... that shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> job's not finished. Right. Shut your You're ass right. up, bro. This it's boy was just... calling you soft when you went to the Rockets. Like... <laughs> uh, I get it though. Like I, I'm a huge Kobe fan, and I and that's one of my favorite clips of Kobe yeah. is him saying that. But they're just using it too much. Like now. fucking nah, Palenka, Vogel. Fucking! I bet you the water boys are even saying jobs not finished. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> I get it. We get it. I like that they're using that as motivation. Like that. This is why I want them to win. I even if the Celtics were in it, like some part of me would be like, I want them to win for Kobe though. Like, so yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I agree. There. That's just to me. I know they want to have that mambo mentality with Kobe, and you know the the same reactions as he had did when he won his chips in 08 or in 09 in, in 2010. But yeah, this is just, it's so, it's so cringing to me because <laughs> Le- I have not seen LeBron this serious since the Miami heat days. Um, and it just feels like he's not enjoying it anymore in the bubble. I know they're up three, one and I don't know, maybe he has like his mood just completely changes tonight if they win. Um, and but he was into smiling. it last game when when AD hit yeah. that three, he was hyped. Like, of course, like, <laughs> but it just it just feels like he's not. This isn't the LeBron we know. Like, he's not enjoying it right now. Obviously, he's hyped. You know, he's motivated. He's like, yeah. you know, lit with the AD right now. But and I just it, that's the kind of attitude that Kobe brought into the team, and it's just it's just cringing to me seeing LeBron do it and. I don't know, but I mean it's helping us. No, don't get me wrong. Like the whole team, as cringing and as annoying as it is, seeing them say that it, it's working. So yeah. shout out to uh, no, to Lakers I, for that. I, I like. I feel like LeBron's like this because you know the bubble is like you got to be really mentally tough to step in there. Like you're, exactly. you're away from your family for who knows how it's many. It's easier weeks. to said than done. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like that's probably getting to him, but. Honestly, I like this LeBron. He's 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 like usually 
LeBron back in the day would be like, oh, yeah, you know, we here, we out here, da da da. Like, what a good you know, position. He's, he's had those moments, and the Maverick series is a perfect example. Like, they were up 2 1, and they lost it. So, yeah, I like that he's keeping these guys focused, keeping these guys in check. And, you know, they, they have to. But I'm to... just saying, that's what I'm saying, though. The, tonight in the fourth quarter, if we're up by like 10, uh, entering the fourth, I'm just going to be nervous because I know this team. We lose focus sometimes. And even Julie has, has noticed this, and she's not even watching basketball all the time. We, I tell her, like, yo, like, yeah, the Lakers are up a good chunk right now. She's <laughs> like, oh, I'm just waiting for them to start, like, losing focus and the team comes back. And then I'm like, you're crazy. But then, no, she's right. She's always right about that. And then I tell her, like, yeah, like, they came back. Now they cut it to two. And she's like, I told you, like, just something about this team sometimes. They just lose focus. And I'm yeah. like, you're right. No, I mean, I, they, I just feel like they think they know they're better than the other team. And they just kind of, you know, they, lo- they they lollygag. Like, they just sit mm-hmm. there and, like, oh, we're up. Like, who cares? And then they're only up by one. They're like, oh, shit. Okay, now we got to start scoring again. And then they start scoring again. So it's like, it's just all all in their heads. Like, Vogel, to me, has to kind of pull in the reins a little bit when he sees that happening. But, um, yeah, man. what a, Can we talk about the redemption story for Vogel? I mean, wow. Like, he, much I, I, credit. I, go ahead. I talked to Thomas about this not too long ago, too. He... He is – Vogel deserves a lot of credit for this team yep. because I think I talked about it with you as well. His his input on this defense mm-hmm. is also a, a difference maker of this whole That's season. That's why he's there. Exactly. Like, if they would have put a coach very much like, like an offensive coach, like a Dan Tony in this, off, in this team, oh, this no. would have never worked. No. Because no. when you have – a defensive coach like Vogel, who you can tell from day one when that he joined, he was praising defense, 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 and clear, obviously defense was championship yeah. games. And Vogel definitely <clears throat> noticed that and took took into account when he when he joined this team. And I and shout out to Palinka for noticing that as well. Um, Vogel did not back down. He did not um, listen to any critics or change his ways or his philosophy. He always stuck to the defense that he envisioned for the squad and. He he did make some very questionable decisions throughout the whole season, you know, with like starting other players or putting in others and et cetera, et cetera. But for him to just to have this defense the way it was all season, it's very impressive. Um, it helps that you have LeBron and AD obviously in that team, but he just he used what he had. Uh, Caruso, I mean, we we he's a one of the Laker favorites prior to Vogel getting there, but he just to me he he's on another level now especially on his defense. Uh, KCP stepped up on defense all season. Danny Green, as much as we like to trash him on offense and not making any threes, he sometimes steps up on defense and makes the right play. So, I mean, Vogel, to me, deserves a lot of credit for this. I'm hoping that the players notice that and, you know, praise him after this se- uh, after we win this season. So, I don't know. Uh, you said it with Vogel. Um, that's what I had to say about him. But do you think... Jason Kidd, also, I know he's an assistant, but do you think he deserves as much praise as Volk? No, I, I honestly don't. Uh, this is Vogel, okay. and, Vogel, LeBron, and AD. Like, those are the dudes that deserve all the credit in the world. And obviously, Palinka for, you know, not buying into the the media hype and uh, hiring Kidd over Vogel. Like, they wouldn't have the defense, like you said, that they have right now. Like, the way they took out Lillard... The way they took out Harden, the way they took out Murray, but it's just 
it's crazy and the fact that they gentlemen sweeped everybody up to this point it's just that's a testament to Vogel and his defensive you know mindset and scheme and all that so yeah I mean what a redemption story bro like Indiana got fired because they couldn't get past LeBron uh it goes to Orlando Orlando's a shit job and he gets fired and now he, he you know LA just kind of popped up out of nowhere and the fact that they gave him the job. I remember when we did that that Lakers roundtable with Oscar and, and Thomas? Like, I was like, how many games does he have to lose before they put in Jason Kidd as coach? Like, they fire him and give coach like they give Kidd the job. Like, I I, just, I was skeptical as well, but you know he's proven me wrong, and I'm willing to admit I was wrong. Vogel, really, what a good story, what a redemption story, and I'm I'm happy for him that he got the chance because he was a good coach in Indiana. I really liked him, but. Um, and then yeah. with Orlando, like he just never got that opportunity. Yeah, like, yeah Orlando was shit. Dog. Like Orlando, nobody yeah, he was just there. Never so. gave him a chance. Yeah. Um, so I mean, so you're right. And then, but the thing is, I I want to go back on the four ones on each series. Talent can only take you so far in the regular season, um, but playoffs is when the coaching matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you you play the same team three to seven times, um, and you have to make adjustments. And Vogel did that. Um, like like you brought up with Lillard, he Lillard went off in the first game, and then boom, he just he made the adjustments that he needed to do, and Portland had no answer for it. Same thing with the Rockets, um, they made Westbrook shoot a lot of threes, and it paid off because he wasn't making them. And then in this last series, Denver, they they just kept using Howard, which we all noticed it. If you just put Howard in the body of Jokic, he's gonna he's gonna get bruised up, and it's not gonna help the Nuggets. So yeah, props to Vogel. He he's a very smart coach, very mm-hmm underrated i didn't take much notice into it when he prior to coming to the lakers i you're right i was one of those those uh fans that said you know it's only a matter of time before a kid comes in unless the lakers go off at the beginning of the year but you know he stuck to his guns and i give palenka props too for making the right decision there because i know kid is gonna leave he's probably gonna leave um yeah. after this season with one of these coaching jobs i think uh, we'll just see how these other coaching positions get filled up but you're right. So shout out to Vogel. Um, Lionel Hollins too is another assistant coach we need to also give praise to because he's also he uh, a part of that defensive uh, coaching staff. Like it's funny we don't have him in basketball, but in this team you can tell Jason Kidd's the offensive coordinator and then Lionel Hollins the defensive coordinator. Wow. Well, yeah, Vogel's the head coach, so it's funny you don't have those in basketball. But that's you can definitely tell that's what it was going on. What a blast from the past, Lionel Hollins. Wow. What's up? I said, what a blast in the past, Lionel Hollins. Oh, Lionel Hollins. Yeah, he's well, he's he's there. So I mean, unfortunately, he's not in the bubble because he opted out, for COVID stuff. But he has his hands on his defense too. So shout out to Lionel Hollins uh, for that too. But yeah, Vogel, man, like you said, I love it. It's nice to hear. It does. It will probably bring a tear to my uh, to my face when I see him hold the trophy because he's deserved it. As well. So let me ask you. How is this one gonna, you know, be up there with you? You know, you've you've witnessed how many championships? Five, all five. Yeah. Two thousands. So I know I, you were you were little back then, but you know, like, what? How is this one gonna rank out of your all the championships you've witnessed? This one probably. So when I was when I was a kid, I only saw the last one. Um, I I briefly remember moments in the playoffs. Uh, with Kobe and Shaq, but I don't remember like ever like 
Like, I don't remember them lifting the first one in the, of the three-peat. I don't remember oh, that. Okay. I don't remember I do remember the third one a little bit. I'm going to probably put this Laker or, or this LeBron one third. Uh, the Kobe, the two Kobe ones I saw in 09 and 2010 are just so special to me because just the amount of, like, grit and, like, adversity they had to go through in Coming to Denver to play the Nuggets with, with Phillips and Anthony, you know. Uh, in 2010, going, uh, playing Boston in the seven-game series when Boston was really good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, those kind of moments to me are top two to me just, just for the mere fact that, like, there was a lot of times throughout the whole season where I just didn't know if they were going to actually win it all. And just the outstanding performances of Kobe just really bring those two to the top. Um, this one's going to be third just because uh, it just feels like the bubble kind of took some of that hype away. Uh, the Lakers didn't have to come to Denver this year for the playoffs. They didn't have to go to Portland where it's like top five loudest stadiums in the league. Uh, so to me, this is this is up there, but it's not it's not going to take away from Kobe's two rings that I saw while teenager and stuff. So. I'm just yeah. curious to see who they interview and what what are they going to say? Who's going to bring up Kobe first? You know, but oh, it's definitely going to be a LeBron watch. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna praise Kobe. AD definitely is going to praise him a lot. But I I can see Vogel also saying it when they interview him. Because they, it just seems like they're doing it for Kobe now, especially switching their jerseys to them. Yeah, tonight, that's what I'm saying. Like, when they weren't supposed to, like I feel like I feel like LeBron's gonna cry, you know, if once the clock is triple zeros and they win, just for Kobe, like he's gonna probably be hitting his chest or like pointing at the little two that they have for Gianna or something. Because this, uh, I feel like this is gonna be emotional for you guys. You, you say this is gonna be third, but I feel like the minute you guys win. A lot of you guys are gonna be shedding tears of joy and all that shit, like you know. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially because this one was for Kobe. So, well, I don't know. Yeah, right now the emotions are high, um, but we'll see how tonight goes. Uh, yeah, we still have the we still have a basketball game. Though. Job's not finished. No, Job's not finished. <laughs> Even the Dodgers are saying that shit. Anyway, <laughs> I know the Dodgers are starting to say that too. Um, funny to me. I mean, that's but, the model let, if you got to go. So. Let's, let me flip it to the Heat now. I don't want to overstate. The Heat, what a ser- what a playoff run they had. Dismantling the Bucks. They they mopped the floor with the Celtics. I don't care if the Celtics won two games. They mopped them. Like, they absolutely killed them. But let me, let me bring up something to you real quick. Let me see what you think. The, I'm getting 2016 vibes from this Heat team. What 2006? I mean, 2016. What oh, I mean man. by that is, there was a certain team who blew a three-one lead in the finals, and they needed somebody. They needed a a, a a force to get them over the hump against LeBron. They had a good team, but once they ran into LeBron, they couldn't. Nothing, you know. They they didn't have any answers. This to me. It's just perfect. They're setting. It's just setting it up perfect. The narrative, the story. Next year, when Giannis is on the Heat, don't say I didn't tell y'all. This is this is just the way it's looking. The 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 same exact dynamic. Just they they're a good team. They just need something to get over the the LeBron hump. Giannis is coming to Miami. 
I just feel like it's gonna happen a hundred percent, just from what I'm seeing. Like oh, it's definitely. Like, once they get him, ooh man, that's that's gonna be AD and LeBron <clears throat> versus Giannis and Jimmy for the next couple of years. I wouldn't mind watching it. But I just I, I, I'm just getting those vibes. They 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 need help, and Giannis is gonna be that help. So I don't know. What do you think? No, you're right because the thing is, and I was thinking about this uh, on my way back from Cancun yesterday. Is Giannis, as much as I don't want to believe he's gonna leave, you keep saying he is, and I swear you keep getting in my head, dude. You keep getting in my head that Giannis is gonna leave, and so then I was thinking like, okay, what if he does leave? Where would he go? Um, obviously, a lot of people are saying Golden State, but to me, I think Giannis doesn't want to go that route just because. He doesn't want to like be seen as like oh he took the easy road to the championship. I don't see Giannis being that guy. So then I was thinking, all right, where where else can he go? Like, you know, probably go somewhere. It's like New York. You know, go be a big market team. Maybe Dallas with Luca and and uh, Porzingis. Um, but then I was like, hmm, what about the Heat? I was thinking the same thing. Like, well, the Heat are looking really good right now, despite. Uh, just having Jimmy Butler in this squad. And I was looking at their cap. I was like, oh, well, they do have some money to spend this offseason too, right? They they can mm-hmm. sign anybody they want this offseason. But then Who's I'm like, maybe the, I, they might hold on to that money for next year. And you're right. And then I was like, oh, maybe they might get Giannis. We'll see how this offseason goes. But I'm like, man, I just like, I scratched out. I was like, nah, it's just, it's just nah, I don't see it but now that you brought it up, it's very interesting because I was thinking the same thing. This just feels like the Heat are going to get a superstar somehow, some way, it, it, anywhere in this league. It, it could be from Bradley Beal. It could be, you know, like Giannis, like we just said. Uh, anybody. So you genuinely think Giannis might go to Miami. You're calling it now in this episode. I'm 90% sure he's going to Miami. I'm 10% sure he's going to Toronto. Just because of Messiah. Masai Ujiri or however you say his last name, that's his guy. Like yeah. he he respects him, he likes him. So I feel like that's that's not gonna be off the table. But Milwaukee listen, uh, Milwaukee has blown this with Giannis. Like they, they literally blew this. The fact that they they re signed Bledsoe. We know who Bledsoe is. He's not that dude. He's he cannot step up for you. 